self-serving persuasive talkers of everything and nothing we are conversation con artists what's going on it's your boy mr on point and i am calamity red and we are conversation con artists back for another episode i want to be the very best like no one ever was to catch them all is my real test. To train them is my cause. Pokemon, gotta catch them all. Okay. I'm not. I, I haven't downloaded the app because I'm not a fan. But you should download the app. I don't because all I see people cro- about to be ran over in traffic, crossing the streets and shit, trying to catch motherfucking Pokemon. That does not seem like something I want to do. To be but honest, but you can do it on your normal day to day travels without having to do to go all out like they going out i just it it doesn't appeal to me and i like stuff like i played the sims the sims is my shit like i played the original one i played the second one i played the third one i wasn't a fan i stopped at the third one but sims is my shit pokemon not so much and like i love the memes and shit though like have you seen the video where they have somebody instead of throwing the shoes at uh bush they're throwing pokeballs (laughs) I saw that, yes. <laughs> the memes, are, I'm enjoying the memes. I'm just enjoying the memes. Uh, like somebody, like one of them said, uh, my girl asked me to come over and I was like, no, nah, I'm playing Pokemon Go. And she was like, there's a, uh, a char- what a, one of the characters, Charmander. Charmander in my bedroom. I'll be right over. <laughs> just the memes are enough for me. I don't actually need to play the game. But my younger brother is loving it. You and try it out. Nah, you ended up in a fucking cemetery like doing this shit. Nah, listen, that was my ap- choice. None of this I chose appealing. to go to that cemetery to the Pokestop to restock on my Pokeballs because I ran out because I let a kid try to catch Pokemon and he actually was horrible at it. I probably would too, be too. Like, I, but, that's not my thing. Botanical Gardens over here got a ton of Pokestops. Like, the Botanical or the Aldridge Garden? The whatever one that's is on the road. Oh, Aldridge. That's Aldridge yeah. Gardens. If you go in there, it's tons of them in there, like 20. Don't you have to have the balls to, 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 to capture them? So you start off with a bunch of balls. And um, then how you, many balls? I, I have to say at least 20 or 30 because I was just throwing them away. I didn't know that they were running down. <laughs> <laughs> I was just throwing them like, oh yeah, oh yeah, and then I ran out, and then I realized, how do I get more balls? Then I went to online and read, oh, I gotta go to Pokestops. I went to Pokestops. I didn't know what to do with them. You gotta spin. It's a little thing you gotta spin. I didn't know how to do that, so I went to like three of them. I like, well, I'm not getting any Pokeballs. <laughs> but then I started spinning. So you just go in and it give you like three or four Pokeballs per, and then you level up every time you get. Every time you level up, you get about fifteen or twenty of them. I'm just gonna let y'all enjoy that. That don't seem like it's my 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 speed. <laughs> I mean, it's fun. It's I just... mean, it must be because like old people, young people, black, white, Porter, everybody is playing this fucking game, and like Nintendo stock, I know has gone through the roof here. I just <laughs> want to know why they decided to make it an act actually active game to like get that. kids out of the fucking house so that they because it would have just been another thing that parents would have been complaining about he just sits in the house collecting well, you pokemon you know what they didn't take day. into account that people was gonna be driving and they were gonna see a, a, a squirtle <laughs> while they was on the interstate and almost die <laughs> trying to get it My or God. that they were gonna have a pokestop with a lure on it where a lure is where if you go to a Pokestop, somebody put a lure on it where Pokemon just keep coming to it. 
and people are gonna go rob a bunch of people, <laughs> which has happened. Like they had, they didn't take into account all the other nuances that would come along with that kind yeah, of system. Yeah, I saw something about pedophiles and like robberies that are like they're using it some kind of way to like lure people into. No child should be walking around playing Pokemon of a certain age. Like, yeah. I don't know. Or maybe a 13 or 14 year old. If you got teen behind your name, maybe you can have a little bit more freedom of walking around. But they definitely shouldn't be some. You shouldn't drop them off as a parent somewhere just yeah. so they can go around to Pokestops. Probably. Yeah. And not because it's got nothing to do with the game. But I mean, you know, you never know what's going to happen. I don't know. I know. You should download it. Nah. Nah. Nah, and then it like kills your phone battery and shit. I'm not gonna be like, I, I'm sorry, Ma, I can't talk to you. I got like five percent because Pokemon Go like stole all my battery. It hadn't really done my phone too bad. It hadn't done my phone that bad. The problem is it do have to be active to make things count. You know, just so if you're trying to hatch an egg, you got to actually walk. You can't use your what do you car. Mean, hatch an egg. When you go to some Pokestop, they'll give you eggs. Right. How do you hatch an egg? You got to put it in an incubator. This game is this is this is deep game, but it's you got to put it in an incubator, <laughs> and you got to walk a certain amount of distance in order to incubate it. Like, will it count if I'm on the treadmill? I'm sure it will. <laughs> no, 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 it won't. Because it's your you location. To, your location. You have yeah. to go somewhere, See? and it won't register if you're going too fast. So you so can't, you can't drive. be in the car. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's what the fuck I would do. Is be like, let me go around a complex a couple of times. I did that, and it was just too slow that I had to go uh, to make might sense. Might as well just walk. Yeah, mm. or be on a bike. My bike will do it. I don't have a bicycle. It's just I'm gonna leave that to y'all. That's not my. That's not my thing. But I know that it's a, it's it's huge right now so i dedicated my intro song <laughs> to pokemon which i had to look the lyrics up because i never watched i didn't watch pokemon my brother did so i knew that pokemon gotta catch them all part that was it though i ain't know none of the rest of the song because i just would hear the theme song playing when he was getting ready to watch it because i just i watched digimon i know it's the same thing but somehow it just felt different <laughs> i watched digimon i didn't watch pokemon though yeah. Digimon, digital monsters, Digimon, the champions. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But yeah, so there's that. Anyway, <laughs> go to the website, conversationconartist.com, to check out the stories related to everything we're talking about today, as well as our current and past episodes. And you can go to the left of the screen, hover over the letter, and it will allow you to uh, subscribe or leave us feedback. Uh, you can find me at Twitter at Mr. M-I-S-T-E-R underscore on point. And I can be found at Red underscore Calamity. And we are still doing the listener letter portion of the show. If you have a question that you would like for us to answer on the show, you can send it in to the website or you can send it to our Gmail account, which is conversationconartist at gmail.com. And the two things that we have this week are actually kind of nerdy <laughs> kind of things. Um, the first one is what our favorite foreign film is. I don't watch a lot of, of foreign films, um, but I have seen Pan's Labyrinth, and I loved it. I thought it was great. And I did see the Swedish version of Girl with a Dragon Tattoo, and I liked that. But Pan's Labyrinth would probably be my... What is that about? Pan's it Labyrinth. weird. Pan's Labyrinth. It is weird. It's subtitled, ain't it? It is subtitled. Okay. Um, so, okay, this little girl, her mom is pregnant by this... 
he's like the Spanish version of like Hitler. <laughs> like he's an asshole. He's mean. Um, the mom gets pregnant, and I don't know if they're married. It's it was hard to tell. They're related, but anyway, they move with him. Spitler. Spitler, yes. <laughs> they move with him, and that he has like a. She's not his. She's like she just works there. Um, there's like a rebellion that like they're out in the woods that like are are trying to overthrow him, and somebody in his ranks is um works for the rebellion and he doesn't know because her uh, her boyfriend I think or her husband mm-hmm. is leading it. But anyhow, the little girl there's like a um a, a labyrinth uh, on his property and there is this I forgot what that monster you probably saw a little monster thing and mm-hmm. that's why I look weird. She had to like um she supposedly she was like a princess who was sent down um, they were hiding her for some I can't remember but anyhow she has to do all of this stuff so that she can like go back to where her parents her her real parents are um, I won't ruin the ending you should watch it it's not weird I promise you I think you would it's like it. Stuff. it it's no. I mean it's like it's too much stuff you can't tell me right now it seems I have no idea I just been trying to imagine what Spanish Hitler looked like the whole time you've been talking <laughs> <laughs> he actually looks pretty close. She, he has the black hair that's like slicked back, and he didn't have the little um, mustache like Hitler, but he actually kind of looks like a Spanish uh, Hitler. Mm. He actually kind of resembles him. Um, I mean, he was like killing. He was just not a nice person at all. Um, Is it? Because I've been like picturing him in a sombrero. He, he, no. I know, I know there's a racism coming out. Absolutely I'm not. just saying. <laughs> that's, that's what comes out. I'm sorry. It's, it's what it is. It's not. He doesn't wear a sombrero. He, they're, they're in mil- the militia attire oh, the whole time. A, military. Uh-huh. So they're wearing that like the whole time. Okay. So, so Pan's Labyrinth and what the other one you said? Uh, the Swedish version of the girl with the dragon tattoo. Did you see the the girl with the mm-hmm. dragon tattoo? She's a Jesus. Watch it because it's Just so long, it. and there's like three movies. Okay. So, <laughs> so mine would be the raid. I'm not gonna have heard of any of yours. <laughs> and chocolate. So Neither the raid. The raid is just about the military trying to raid this apartment complex that has all of the you know mob bosses in it you know it's like a mob boss and took over it and they do a police raid but it turns out that they get stuck in there where is it set because it's foreign like japan so. i japan, guess okay is it asia sub- somewhere is it sub- let me not say that because a lot of those films some of them can be thailand some of yeah, them yeah it's already um, this is an asian film is it subtitled uh yes okay yes and they get stuck in there and it's basically one badass police officer who his skills transcend regular police and he just whooping everybody ass pretty much <laughs> and the next one would be chocolate it's about it's another film placed in Asia it's about this autistic girl and that's a part of why I like it the most just working in mental health mm-hmm. it's about this autistic girl whose family lived outside of a dojo and she would look out of the window and she would emulate all of their moves. She'll mm-hmm. like kick a little wooden post outside of their house to the point that it'll 
all her skin will be gone. So her mama had to wrap like a towel on. So she just practiced they moves her whole life. Mm-hmm. And so it was pretty much the story of a girl that has no affect who was just whooping folks' ass the whole movie. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, she'll be reading a book and just whooping somebody and not showing no emotion, not being scared. It was just, I don't know, the level of composure that she had was what impressed me about her fighting because even as an actress playing that role and being expected to do all of these moves and have no affect is not impressive having an to me. affect is difficult like yeah. i don't think people realize how hard it is to not have an affect like because it's so na- it comes so naturally to yeah. you unless you have something that like deters it so it that is a very difficult thing to just have no to be flat that's hard yeah so affect people is oh shit let's yeah. say you get super mad <laughs> let's say you get super mad and you're Superman, and you know you're Superman, try to keep a straight face. There are some disorders that keep people from being able to emote like that. They don't really relay their anger. Autism is one of those things where I guess their emotional, the emotional reaction is compromised Mm -hmm. in which they can experience the world and not really not really show on their face that schizoaffective schizoaffective yeah that's, that's, that's another that's one that's like the main one yeah that schizoaffective I've that's, worked with somebody <laughs> that ha- that shit listen like it's you scary, know it's, it? it's weird it's just very weird to be in a room with somebody that is completely flat where you don't know what they're feeling because they may not be feeling anything like she could talk about anything and and keep the same you know she she could be talking about same murder yeah blank as fuck it was weird <laughs> it was really creepy um it's very different to be around people that don't have affects you take for granted that you can read people's faces and you can kind of get a, a a gauge for what kind of a mood they're in people without an affect you have no clue so they can literally be getting ready to fuck you up and you would have no idea because they look flat like empty it's creepy but yeah so okay girl with the dragon tattoo is a murder mystery i can say that and there were three it was the girl with the dragon tattoo the girl who kicked the hornet's nest that was another one um and they made like american versions of it Mm -hmm. but there's a swedish version that has subtitles that's good so okay that's that one and then the other question was between Rick from Rick and Morty, Pinky and the Brain, Dexter from Dexter's Laboratory, and Stewie Griffin, who's the smartest? Who is the smartest? Who is the smartest out of that group? Process of elimination. We got to get Brain out of there. Yes, because he was he 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 wasn't smart in the fact that he never got rid of Pinky. Because his plans would be working, and then Pinky would do some shit and fuck it up. So he he kept Pinky on, like he never got rid of Pinky. So all his shit never worked. He was never successful in his things. I also think we have to limit his achievements to how smart he is as a mouse versus as a human. Well, I mean, he made like like mind control devices. Like uh, I remember the one where he became like a country star, Baba Blue Bland Brand or something, and he had this song, and he, his whole thing was he was gonna like play it on the airwaves. And he was gonna like take over the world that way because he was everybody was gonna think he was their leader. And then Pinky did something and fucked it up. I can't even remember what. But he made some pretty impressive. I mean, for like just in general, not even for him being a mouse. Like mind control shit is that's pretty impressive. Well, I guess it is considering that he did it from a cage and or a laboratory it, exactly. mostly. 
with a dumbass by his side. Like the fact that he got as far as he did was impressive because Pinky was an idiot. I want to rewatch Pinky and the Brain to see how much it makes sense now. Like, do the, the explanations that they made for how these things worked. Yeah, I don't make know very how much sense. Yeah. I'm not sure. I have uh, Animaniacs on uh, DVD, and there's some Pinky and the Brain episodes on there. You know, they got their own spinoff show yeah. too. But did you, Pinky the Brain and Amira? It was just that. Oh, that was it. Because they had Elmira one. was um, Tiny Toon Adventures, wasn't she? Elmira wasn't. Elmira had a show with Pinky and the Brain. Did she? Yeah. I think so. I don't know. I don't know. I don't okay, know. so but either way. Brain is at the brain bottom. Brain is at He's the bottom. He's at the at bottom. Least. So now you have now Stewie. This gets, it gets more difficult now. Stewie, Dexter, and Rick from Rick and Morty. And that's hard. I'm going to go with Rick. I'm going to go with Rick right away because he has not only mastered interdimensional travel, yeah, but he has communicated with himself from all of those dimensions <laughs> and created a embassy of Ricks. Yeah. Oh, and the I love the the daycare uh, for his son in law. <laughs> that yeah. shit was amazing. That all they just put all the Jerry's. In like a daycare kind of situation, yeah. while him and Morty went off and, and it's did like their adventures. Rick's genius, his ego is so big and his narcissism is so high that his genius is like me is, is mediocre. Yeah, to him, it's like you know, okay, I'll give a device to your dog that makes him take over the world. That's <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Funny, if that's like what that. you want, <laughs> like. Mr. Meeseeks, that was another of my favorites. Oh, Mr. Meeseeks! <laughs> Look at me! <laughs> Look at me! <laughs> I love the Meeseeks because Jerry thought he had the most simplest request and it was just to take two strokes off of his golf game. The most difficult. And it was the most difficult out of her becoming more comfortable herself as a woman. I forgot what Summer wanted to be popular. That's the episode popular. with King Jellybean, ain't it? Was that the episode? Yeah, I think that it because uh, Morty was like, "I want to choose the adventures. You're always choosing <laughs> yeah. the adventure." And then I almost got raped by King Jellybean. <laughs> that was disturbing. Yes. Uh, but <laughs> so yeah, I, okay, I was but uh, okay now okay, between so Dexter and Stewie. What has Stewie done? Stewie, Stewie tried, has, tra- he traveled to different dimensions as well. Him and um, Brian were constantly because he made that. What did he call his? Because they had the the teleportation, and he had the pads yeah. that he had to have to return. Because they went to like um, they were there with Hitler because they took Mort. <laughs> I think. See, this is what makes it difficult about Rick being number one because I think we have to consider that Stewie is a baby. Yeah. <laughs> Stewie is a baby and he's He's already done that. Yeah, he's done this stuff. He, I mean, who's to say that when Stewie grow up, there won't be I mean, there's been episodes with Stewie, Stewie growing up, but if we're talking about Stewie growing up for real and having what if we know he's not going to have an a embassy of Stewie's. Yeah, because he's already done the other dimension as a baby. So But Family got played on a different version of universes. Because in the world of Rick and Morty, they play on the infinite parallel universes mm-hmm. versus the multiverse. That's what it's called, the multiverse. Yeah, yeah. Those, those are two different theories. You know, the infinite parallel universes mean that it's a version of me and you doing everything. Doing everything. Yeah, uh-huh. It's a white version of me and you. Yeah. It's a, a version <laughs> of you with short hair. Well, realistically, the parallel, you know, so 
the parallel universe theory is if something would potentially have happened in our universe, there is a universe that it did happen. It did happen. For example, if you have an apple, an orange, and a lemon, right? Mm -hmm. And you're deciding between the apple and the orange as to which one you're going to eat. Let's say you choose the orange to eat. In another universe, I a chose universe lemon. Appears, another universe exists that you ate the banana. Yeah. Another universe in which you ate the lemon does not because it wasn't an option. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's got to be an option. So if at the point that you decided that your hair was going to be red, if you thought about it being a couple of other colors. Purple and blue. Yeah. There are universes <laughs> with you with purple and blue hair. If I had a different job, man, <laughs> y'all wouldn't recognize me. <laughs> um... And I think the multiverse theory kind of plays on that, but I think it's... He time travels, too, though. Like, because they went back. Uh, they've gone back where... What was the Da Vinci? Wasn't he, like, the descendant of Da Vinci yeah, or something? Yeah. And he went back. Like, they've gone back in time, too. Or, like, when Bri- the way that they brought Brian back after he died, then he go back and get it or I don't remember I can't rem- I think he time traveled to like save Brian because you know there was that mm-hmm. those few episodes where Brian was dead yeah. and then they brought him back and had a weird weird other dog in there yeah like I think I can't oh, remember oh the weird dog was like a murderer wasn't he he was just a fucked up person you said no what was the that? one with the scarf on his I don't know. Maybe they had new Brian at the same time that Brian was there, and new Brian was the one that like was fucking with um. Oh, the that's bear. right. Yeah, that was he was. What's Brian the bear's was name? Alive. Damn, what's uh fuck? What is Stewie's bear name? Ruber. He was fucking with Ruber, and then Stewie killed new Brian, um, <laughs> because he was messing with Ruber. He was like, "It's not your fault. I'm not mad at you." <laughs> In the shower with Ruber, <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. It's hard, Dexter created a lot of things i i don't know that he ever like time travel i can't remember he created a superhero monkey he did <laughs> he did what was his wasn't it just monkey M for monkey yeah M for Mon- just, i think his name was just monkey which is not very creative but yeah and he his, but see just like brain has pinky fucking his shit up Dexter had Dee Dee fucking with him all the time. Stewie don't really have that. Like, his siblings are idiots, but they don't really factor in. It's usually him and Brian. And Brian don't really mess up stuff usually. Like, I think he's he has some time. But never, like, Dee Dee was constantly messing up for Dexter. And Pinky was constantly fucking with Brian. So, I don't know. I would say probably... I don't know. I would say Rick Stewie, Dexter, and then uh, Pinky and the Brain. I would too. I think Stewie has potential to grow, but until like he yeah, does. Yeah, where he is now. Where he is now, uh, Rick is above him, I feel like. If, if we look at Stewie as a grown, if he when he gets to the age of Rick, I mean, who his knows? His achievements should far have surpassed they because have, Rick will be dead. Yeah. And the uh, advancements in technology would have propelled Stewie into a higher technological. Well, unless his family, you know how um, <laughs> things have a ten- uh, cycles have a tendency of repeating. So unless he becomes like a an alcoholic like Peter or, or starts to take on some of those un. Undesirable uh, characteristics of the rest of the Griffins, because that—that's a factor he has too. Rick is the bad influence in his family; like he is the bad influence because he's an asshole. I don't think Stewie can be influenced, though. I mean, I think Stewie is just—he run his own show <laughs> anyway. You know I what mean, I'm saying? He, he 
lets Brian influence him sometimes, though. He, him and Brian have a very strange relationship to me. It's like three or four different versions of Stewie that they portray in the show. Yeah, because you ha- like he's gay. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and sometimes when they like show him growing up, that's the that's the part of his life that they show is like him in like a gay club or yeah, running around with a bunch of dudes with no shirts on. <laughs> so yeah, and even in the movie, the untold story. Uh, now in the untold story, Stewie's grown self was like working at. Did you ever see that? Mm-hmm. He was like working at a fucking um, electronic store. Like he had like no life. He was not. He had not accomplished anything, yeah. but that was because of his fear. I can't. I don't think we can use that grown version of Stewie. Well, he went back and changed yeah. it. So, yeah, I don't know. I I say Rick, Rick Stewie, Dexter, Pinky. But Brian. you know, the writers of Rick and Morty said they were never going to use time travel. They said it just it's time travel has been done too many times yeah. and it gets muddled. That's yeah. why I think they stick with the multi-dimensional. Because you can really do anything with dimensions. Okay. With time travel, you got to take into consideration past changes on the history. So do you think that Rick is going to go to a, 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 a dimension where he wasn't arrested? Like, how is the new season going to start? Is he going to go and kill the Rick in that? Because he's done that before where it, like, <laughs> Morty have just taken the place of like Rick and Morty in another uh, dimension. I want to know how he's going to get out because uh, he was arrested and like locked up at the end of the second season. So I'm wondering how the third season is going to be. Like, how, how are they going to? Because he's got to get out. He can't stay locked Spoiler up. Spoiler alerts. If you ain't seen Rick and Morty, you need to watch season one and two. They're amazing. Um, oh, I just fucked that all up for y'all, didn't I? <laughs> no, I mean, I don't think that's a lot. Anyway, I mean, because at the point in time that you get there, you don't realize what's actually connected in the show. Yeah. Until you get to that last episode of season two, you don't know what's all connected because every episode is disjointed. Yeah. <laughs> until you get to the last one and it put together all this stuff that you had no idea was connected. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? What I think. It's like the Red Wedding. It's a whole theory on YouTube about what they think. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. I don't want to watch it because I want to come up with my own oh. and then watch it. You watched it. It's going to ruin it. I don't no, want to. No, it's oh. not. It, it's just a theory. But man, they just put a shitload. They put so much more thought into that theory than I potentially <laughs> ever think about cartoons. I was like, you know what? I'm going to go watch season one and two again. But I <laughs> will say, Rick and Morty is a very complex cart, Even for a cartoon, like... It's a complex ass cartoon with a lot of moving pieces and a lot of ideas within it. Like even within an episode, like so much shit happens. My favorite is one of my favorite is uh, I think is it the Ricks must be crazy. The one where like there were these parasites in the house and he had to like shut off the house to mm-hmm. try to figure out who was a parasite and who wasn't and it was like a house full of all these different characters. So it's a whole bunch of weird characters popping up in the show. Yeah. But what the parasite does is it takes over your brain and makes you believe that they real by adding themselves into your memories. But <laughs> it's only pleasant memories that they can create which is how they figure And so they had a house full of weird Mm -hmm. characters trying to figure out who was real and who was not. And it was like all kind of Mr. Poopy Butthole was real. Yeah that's the name of a character in the show. (laughs) That just shows you how this show is. They have a character named Mr. Poopy Butthole and then they had Reverse Giraffe who had a short neck 
uh, at long torsos, his torso yeah. long, his short legs and uh, um, feet. <laughs> but what I think is going to happen is I think I don't think it was by chance that they tied together all of these people at the very end then and let us know them. how they all connected. But then they killed them. Didn't a lot of them get shot? I don't think so. I mean, they got shot, but that's not to say that they didn't. Die. Yeah. I mean, they got out of there. We don't know what happened. We don't know the aftermath of that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? What I think is they probably all were rickety. Locked know? up in the yeah somehow. Did bird person die? Did bird person die? I mean, he got shot. Okay. But what I, I, just, I just what I think is gonna happen is that um. I just think that they're going to start making this streamline instead of disjointed episodes. Yeah. Somehow, I think, and I think that's gonna have something to do with what happened. I don't know. I'm gonna hate. I, okay, so I don't watch things usually when they're popular. Cartoons are usually an exception because it's not one of those things where it usually carries over from week to week. I don't like that. I am a very big believer in instant gratification. So I like to watch something and have a conclusion at the end of it. And that's why I like to wait until shows have gone off and I can sit and just binge watch and I don't have to wait. I don't like like shows where you have to wait. So I don't I'm not gonna like where I have to like wait go week to week and find out like what happened what the resolution was. Like I like that about Rick and Morty that it wasn't like that. I mean I don't think it's gonna be to the depth that it's like on most T V shows and anime. Yeah. You know, I just think that the resolution by the time it gets resolved is going to be connected to all of that other stuff. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't think it's just gonna be the show the season ain't gonna just start with him released. No, you know I know what I'm that. saying. It's yeah. gonna have to start with he figures something out, and like I said, well, even between one and two, they picked up exactly where the where the parents were coming home, and he and it was resolved in that first episode. Yeah, it was. <laughs> so maybe they do that again. Rick and Morty's awesome. If y'all haven't like please watched it, please watch go check Rick that shit out. It's amazing. It's like a hilarious parody of uh, Back to the Future of uh, Marty and uh, what's the guy his Doc 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 and Marty it's like a crazy very crazy spin on instead that instead of Doc and Marty it's Rick and Morty mm -hmm. uh, and you can go on the internet and find the actual spoof of Back to the Future oh, that yeah. they did you know initially but it's a cool show y'all need to check that out but Rick Rick is the smartest on the list, Stewie has the most potential to be where Rick is, and he's or just done amazing. Th and he's younger even than Dexter, because Dexter is like in Dexter school age. How I can't remember. I'm just not sure because you remember the episode where they had Evil Rick. Mm -hmm. That would probably be Stewie. Like Stewie probably wouldn't even be able to be functional with his his genius. <laughs> He'd probably be caught up so deep in some kind of domination that he wouldn't be oh, able yeah. to make like little simple everyday things well, like evil. Rick made. Like he's gonna be an evil genius. Like I feel like if he would be like the 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 villain in a suit, he would never be the superhero. He would be the villain, like an evil genius. But that means he would never do those little simple things that Rick has done, like like create the little robot that buttered the, toast, yeah, and, and told him his whole the, existence was to butter the dog toast. machine, the me seeks box. Like he wouldn't be making these little everyday average devices that help people because clearly, evil Rick was just out there collecting Marty's. <laughs> <laughs> but Rick does some fucked up shit Like he had that whole universe To, to power his car <laughs> He does some evil things too Cause that's really fucked up like, I don't that's think their that's evil You don't think it's evil to create P 
people just to power your car and then you tell the guy like your whole purpose is to power my car because <laughs> he knows it's fucked up what did uh, Morty say it's like slavery with more steps <laughs> I don't know I think Rick does Ew. some evil things he does some stuff that's helpful but it's not because he's I don't even know that he does it because he wants to be helpful he does these things for very selfish reasons the Mr. Meeseeks box was given to them to keep them busy while him and Morty went off somewhere like it's not because he actually gave a fuck about them like having better lives it's like here play with this so we could go off and do this like most of the stuff that he does that could be considered good is for selfish reasons for himself. but we don't know why he created them like at the beginning <laughs> of his genius he might have created a hundred different devices just because he could and now that he's more selfish than he's ever been, <laughs> he's just like, here, take this. Here, here you go. You know, what I'm it might not even be that he... The same way with the dog. He made the dog so that they would get off his ass so that they could go do what they wanted to do. And then, of course, Jerry... He gave Jerry to... what he asked for. It, and he That's told he him, did. he was like, be careful what you ask for. <laughs> then the dogs overthrew the... <laughs> <laughs> through the world yeah they took over the world they took over the world that's one of my favorite episodes but if it was cats i wouldn't have been here for it that's speaking of cats we saw a cat just chilling on somebody's fucking car the other night just chilling that like cat might, that might have been his car it, he ain't got no car he ain't got no car but if his owner got a car he, he got, got a car he ain't got no owner because this is an apartment complex the people don't just leave their pets roaming outside that he's a stray who just hopped up on a car and i'm talking when i say laid out i mean he was laid out and he was looking at us like problem is there a problem the cats we had growing up were outside cats they could stay outside as long as they want to they could stay inside as long as they want to because they weren't demand as demanding as dogs they didn't need all the damn attention that dogs need. I mean, of course you're gonna take up for the cat, but I feel like don't act like dogs ain't dependent as hell they and are, cats ain't I independent. Have one. Hey, listen, it storms and my power went out. When I tell you, Kingston got on my last fucking nerves. First of all, when it was storming, he went and got underneath my bed, where I got a like my bed is like my storage area. Okay, so. No. There's a lot of shit under there, which he does not fit under there comfortably. I don't even know how he got under there. A particularly loud burst of thunder came through, scared him, and he wiggled his way under there. Then he couldn't get out. So I'm in the dark in this hot apartment because the air's off, because the power's off, pulling things from under this bed to get this little motherfucker from under the bed. So yes, they're very dependent. I, that is true, but cats are creepy and they're evil. If you look up, like, you hardly ever see videos of dogs doing fucked up shit to people. You can find a million videos of cats doing fucked up shit because cats are evil. No, because cats are curious. Cats are curious. See, dogs are like newborn babies. <laughs> they hold life. Cats are like three to four year olds. <laughs> they, 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 can got, they, can, they can maneuver the world on their own for the most part, but they end the shit all day every day. That's cats. <laughs> And dogs are like newborn babies. They can't even hold their necks up. They're gotta, not that dependent. You can teach dogs. You gotta pick dogs. up shit with a bag. But you can train dogs to do things. You can't train cats. You know why? Because they think they're better than us. We can go to YouTube right now and find some cats that can use the toilet. Oh like humans God. do. I'm telling you. That's and flush it. <laughs> cats are evil. I maintain. They're, and that cat was just, like, just the way he was looking. 
two. <laughs> like he wasn't looking like he was gonna jump off or like, oh shit, they caught me. He was looking like problem. She ain't lying. Is I mean, it a fucking like, problem? What's wrong with y'all bitches? Fuck y'all looking at. That's how the cat was looking at <laughs> us. Like, bitch, don't you see cats on the car every day? Like literally, at cat, the cat had attitude. Like his face just had attitude. But that's confidence. That's confidence. I don't need my you. If you my pet, you don't. You don't need that much confidence. It's too much because then you're gonna be getting into shit like cats do, or like just creepy. I told you about that cat that like gets in between the blind and the window, and he just stares down at me when I'm walking my dog in the morning. It is creepy as fuck. Like he, the blind is behind him, so all you see is the fucking cat, perfectly silhouetted, just looking down at you like he's like fucking. Judging your soul, I don't know. He's creepy. That cat is very creepy. I don't even walk over that way in the morning time anymore just to avoid the fucking cat. Changing my routine because of this goddamn cat. I feel like a cat is probably your spirit animal. Why would a cat be my spirit animal? I just feel you and the cat would be just alike. No. I feel like you would be. Mm -mm. Nah, not a cat. Don't fuck with me. I ain't gonna (laughs) fuck with you. You know what I'm saying? I don't need you. I don't need your motherfucking ass for nothing. I take care of myself. I come around when I get ready. I don't think. No. <laughs> I ma- I can make it make sense. I can make it make sense. Not a cat, man. But we got so far. You can far be a dog off. person, and a cat be your spirit animal. Because a cat's not my spirit. Animal. I believe it is. <laughs> we got way off of that did, topic. Yeah. Um, we went too far. We answered it, but whatever. So <laughs> again, if you have a question. You can send it to the website or you can send it to our Gmail account, which is conversationcardonist at gmail.com. So I guess now we need to get into the bullshit because really everything we have to talk about this week has been bullshit. Uh, I'm going to start with Azalea Banks, who is once again making news for things that are not her music. And I still don't know no songs this bitch has ever done because every time I see her name is for some fuck shit. So now... She has admitted to bleaching her skin to make herself lighter. Now, this is the same bitch who getting in everybody's mentions talking about they're not black or they're assimilating a white culture and all of this bullshit. But you bleach your skin? And there was nothing wrong with her skin. Like, her tone was even. She was a nice brown. Now she's lightening it up. And I hope she doesn't go as far as Lil' Kim did because that's going to be a problem. Lil' Kim looked like an Asian mermaid. I think I've said that before. Yeah. Yeah. She tried to justify it by saying that it's like wearing a wig. No, because you take a wig off. Once you bleach your fucking skin, that's done. You don't go back from that. That's that's how that works. I mean, I guess you could tan, but no that it's not like wearing a wig that you can take off it's not like taking wearing a weave that you can take out of your hair. Bleaching is a permanent thing like that's different. No, that's not a justification at all. She's stupid. I just don't understand how you go from all of this black power shit to bleaching your skin. Like, you knew people were going to give you shit about this. She had to have known. I don't think we recognize the depth of colorism in our society. I don't think we recognize it. Like, it's deep. It's ingrained. It is. I mean, there is some part of her career that she felt like, I believe that she felt like, would make her more marketable if she had lighter skin. And that's understandable. The problem is that she speaks out against that. No. Like, you can't, like, get at other people for doing that and then turn around and do it yourself. What I'm saying, that's how deep, deeply ingrained it is. Yeah. That you can be that kind of person and still feel (laughs) like 
if you bleach your skin, it'll help you some kind of way. You know what I'm saying? I just, I'm dark skinned and I just have never wanted to be anything other. Um, my best friend when I was in elementary and I went to a high school that was, it was like K through 12. So like, I literally have known my friends from high school since we were like five. Um, and, and she's one of those people, like I've known her since she was five and she was all, she was light skinned. She was a lot curvier cause I'm like straight up and down. I always have been. And I wanted to like more to be curvy like her than I did to want to be lighter like her. Um, but I mean, I've been told shit like you're pretty for a dark skinned girl and all of this shit. Uh, so I get it, but for me, it's not ever been deep enough for me to like want to lighten my skin. Like that ain't never been no shit that I've ever been interested in doing. I don't know what had, I don't know what you got to experience to be like I want to brighten up my skin. Like is it is it career related? How many I want to know how many people bleach their skin outside of, you know, being a celebrity. Well, you because know, all it we was know the whole thing in uh, Michael Jackson, Sammy Sosa, Zelia Banks, Lil yeah. Kim. Who else do we know? But regular people do this. And there was a whole thing and it was in not Africa. Well, no, it was like a part of Africa. Uh I can't remember where they like they were using like you know, obviously they don't have the FDA and and they were getting sick it was like eating away but they wanted to be lighter it was like a uh, I can't remember what what country it was regular people do this too like the uh, celebrities get more attention from it because more people see them so more people are gonna notice the difference that, as opposed to like a regular person mm. but regular people do it. I mean, they sell you. They you can buy skin bleach and stuff in stores. It isn't gonna be as powerful as the shit that celebrities use. They go to like doctors to get the full body, mm -hmm. you know, so everything is even type shit. But I, I just again, I, I've I've heard some of the same comments about being dark skin, but it just it's never bothered me to a point. I was more bothered by being skinny and living in the South, where like curvier bodies are are, are more. Um, like sought after I was more like upset or that was more of my what my issue was growing up than it was being dark skin like I just never and I think it's because I'm mostly surrounded by in my family dark skin like now my grandmother was extremely light um but my grandfather was like dark as shit and so my mom and them are like all dark skin because because of his influence but I mean we and so most of the kids are also they look like me. It just never was a like a big deal. And I I actually got more shit about it like when I got older with people telling me that I was pretty for a dark skinned girl, which that is not a compliment, folks. Please know that. It's not a compliment to say that shit. Because basically what you're telling me is that I somehow overcame the handicapped of all of this melanin and somehow still was able to be pretty. That's not a compliment. So stop saying that. But I don't, I don't know. I, people gave her a lot of shit, which I'm sure she had to fucking expect that was going to happen when you constantly coming for people that you feel like don't, aren't real or aren't, you know, as black as they need to be. And then here you go bleaching your fucking skin. And again, being in the media for not music, I still hadn't heard none of her music. Ever. Nobody can. Well, I don't care. I don't care. But I mean, it's deep. That colorism stuff is deep. It is. It is. She just. I ain't got no more time for Zelia Banks. 
she's registered on my no fucks meter. <laughs> only only time that I think about it is when she does dumb shit and it, cro- it comes across my timeline. But also dumbass people, because this I guess that's just gonna be the theme of this show. Um, Wendy Williams made some comments about HBCUs and the NAACP that were very Stacy Dash of her, because essentially she was like, "We, you know, how would we feel if they had historically white universities?" And it's like, "Bitch, they do. They're just universities. Every one of them. That's all of them except for the HBCUs, bitch. Like, what are you talking about?" So anyhow. Uh, Roland Martin from TV One did like a three minute rant about the shit is please go it's hilarious I watched it today um he's actually supposed to be on her show Thursday so that she can address what he said but he essentially told her to like stick to gossip and stick to things that she knows until she reads a book and becomes educated on the thing like that this ain't her lane essentially he told her to stay in her lane and I agree with him because I didn't go to an HBCU and I didn't really have a desire to go to an HBCU. Um, but I do understand the purpose of them. And he also pointed out the fact that now uh, a lot of the HBCUs are more, like the percentage of the white students there out is out more than black students in some cases. So we are still welcoming like the poor white students and like all these other people into our university so it's not like we're hbcus are completely exclusionary where it's like you got to be black or you can't fucking come in like that's not the case at all so basically he just told her to shut the fuck up actually he told her to shut the hell up he literally said that so i just enjoyed that uh profoundly (laughs) it was a good listen because wendy williams just stay talking about I just feel like if you're going to talk about something you need to know what you're talking about before you talk about it because if you don't you look like an idiot and then people come for you even before he did that people were like again she was like a the black twitter got in her ass because you got to understand that you're talking a lot of people are alumni <laughs> to these HBCUs and we're not appreciated same thing with the double ACP um he just schooled her, and it was it was a very good. I enjoyed it. It was a good three minutes of. Where was she when Rachel Dolezal was going through all this stuff? <laughs> why why wasn't she reading? We've been over the NAACP stuff. Yes. You know we've been over HBC. Yep. We've been over this stuff. Mm-hmm. How many times do we keep having to go over this stuff in society? People, and what I'm finding out is that people only want to recognize things that reinforce their own narrative. Whatever you want to believe, you look for what helps you believe that. Yeah. You don't seek for other knowledge to know about other things. And I don't understand why everything has to be... We'll get to the whole Black Lives Matter, but I don't understand why if we say... Like, if we have HBCUs and that's saying white people don't matter, or, 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 you know, it's not excluding them to say, hey, we have to make our own institutions because y'all were being fuck people, not fuck boys. Y'all were being fuck people in general. And so we have our own universities. It was a need. It was necessary. Like, I don't... It's not the same thing. And I don't understand why that's such a difficult concept for people to fucking get. But I was just glad that he... Intel- I love it when people get read intelligently. Like, that just... I love it. it, it it's so wonderful to me. I love to see, like, somebody get read in a way. I don't know what she's going to be able to say. I think she apologized. And, of course, she tried to say that that's not what she... What she said was not what she said type thing. Like, bitch, we heard you. That is what you said. But, okay, girl. 
Uh, I don't know what she's gonna say when he comes on the show, other than uh, hopefully just apologize and say I was wrong because, bitch, that's all you can say at this point. She she dug herself a hole because it started off with criticism of Jesse Williams' speech, and she was using HBCU and NAACP in that context. It's like Stacey Dash talking about it's 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 racist for us to have BET. Like I don't, and he likened her to Stacey Dash. Because that was a very Stacey Dash thing to say. It absolutely was. The minorities in any culture, in order to maintain their culture, and they, they've traditionally, especially in America, had to create their own traditions, yeah. their own areas, their own schools, their own everything, in order to get the level of whatever that was that they desired. We can't leave that up to the majority. Because they're not they're gonna do again. They want us to assimilate. Yeah. They want us to give up our culture to be as much of their culture as we can, which would probably not be a bad thing if they treated everybody the way that they treat themselves. And that's not But they don't. And so that's why we have to have things that are culturally exclusive. And that's not just us. Jewish people, Chinese people. Everybody else, Native American, everybody else got their community stuff. Yeah. But when black people have community stuff, it's a problem <laughs> because white people ain't got it too. But you know what? White people got everything. Literally. And not every <laughs> white person has everything. That's not what I'm implying. But what I'm implying is white people as a culture have had access exclusively to forever. Yeah. Black people didn't always have exclusive access. Brown people haven't always had exclusive access. It don't matter what kind of brown you are. And the thing, again... And some subgroups of white didn't have exclusive access sometimes. Yeah. But they have that skin color that allows them to teach their kids. And, you know, let, let's name you a regular white person name. <laughs> let's, you know, get you to do some regular white people traditions. Let's get you into regular white... After time passes, you white. You know? Scottish, you're Scottish by tradition. You're white by America. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You're Irish genetically, but in America, you white. You just what? That look. I told y'all the story about my brother. I don't know if I did telling me that he was bringing yeah. home some mixed girl <laughs> and she was like Irish and Italian. Like she is white, motherfucker. Let's in America, you, about. you are white. She just white. In America, if you black with light enough skin, you white. <laughs> you know, at a certain time, it's, it's about the eyes. You know, aesthetically, America has determined that the skin color. Of a lighter hue is worth more than the ones a darker hue, and that gets back into the colorism, colorism. Yeah. and Azalea Banks because some people have internalized the idea that light is right, black is whack. <laughs> so the blacker you are, the worse. The lighter you are, the better. Which is bullshit. I, I mean, don't I don't know what would happen if a paper white person came out here. They might be the king of white. Like <laughs> if a person that was as white as paper was out here, they just might start floating in the air. How are um, albino people. They have they they have like a a melanin disorder. Yeah, but like, how are they treated? Horribly, because they typically they're typically of African American yeah. families. Yeah. So they still have you know bigger lips and their hair. Is they like still mine. have hair of a, a, a curlier, mm-hmm. you know, curlier hair, like thicker white, hair. Yeah. Like they're usually black people. Yeah, they're just yeah pale black people. You know, so I mean, they still isolated. I mean, there's a quote that says, 
If we all woke up the same color in the morning, we'll find something to hate each other on by noon. If we all woke oh, up, yeah. the s- well, yeah, we already have that economically. You would, be, we would be separated by poor and rich. I ain't even talking about that. I'm talking about if we woke up in the morning and everybody was the same color. Then the big lips will be discriminated <laughs> on. You know what I'm saying? Or the curly hairs will be discriminated on. You know, it I, aesthetically there will be something that we group each other into these categories yeah. for. It's just easy to group each other in those categories by color. And and to be real, racism in America is like the infant version of classism. Racism is the infant version of classism. Like Britain is classism. Yeah. They don't care if you white or black if you down pole. You just pole. Now, within the pole group of people, black is an issue. You know what I'm saying? When you're on the same economic level, each economic level still isolate people in their own kind of ways. Even the poor people in America, poor people in America between white and black, poor white people are still predominantly Republicans. And poor black people are predominantly Democrats. I have never understood. You know what I'm saying? Like so, poor Republicans. They don't give a fuck about y'all. But yes, yes. So, I mean, <laughs> it, there is still going to be classification. I think that quote plays to the aesthetic classification. Yeah. You know, if we were to wake up in the same color. But. Um, fuck you, Wendy Williams. Okay. Yeah. Next. <laughs> well, and, and, and ain't shit bitches. Uh, Kim Kardashian. And y'all know I hate fucking talking about her. It makes my teeth hurt like i hate it's bitter it sweet it isn't sweet it's at all bitter, it's just bitter, bitter as fuck <laughs> it's bitter it's bitter. just bitter as all shit um it's like buying a lemon have you ever bought not a lemon a lime have you ever bit a lime yeah before? it's a whole it's nother, the worst yeah i mean lemon is different a lemon you know is sour a lime is bitter <laughs> your taste buds be like why the fuck what are you doing <laughs> you know what i'm saying that's a lime like buying a lime. Buy the lime and you'll understand what bitter bitter is. <laughs> and that's Kim Kardashian. Uh, Kim Kardashian, people are uh, making memes about her again because she decided Snapchat. Okay, so she made a meal and invited a bunch of black celebrities. And because they were black celebrities, she felt the need to serve them soul food. She also felt the need to snapchat them saying that it's some of the best soul food that they ever had and of course black twitter got a hold of this and the memes were created my thing is this but this is what this is what makes my ass itch so you decide you gonna invite all of these black people over to your house and say you know what i know what'll make y'all feel at home and comfortable let me bust out these greens and cornbread like how do we know that's how it happened she wants to be accepted. This her way of saying, look, black people, I can cook soul food. You should like me. What I think is that she been cooking soul food and Kanye was like, you got the best soul food on the planet. You should invite people over here to have some soul food. And you know what? They only hang out with black people. So invite any friends, they would be black. And then she just cooked what she normally cooks all the time. That's lovely. That utopian ass little imagery that you just described is beautiful. I highly doubt that that is how it happened. Just from her history and who the fuck she is and who her husband is. I just don't think that that's what happened. Not to mention the fact that, okay, let's say that that was true. Then why snap all of these people exclaiming what wonderful soul food this is? Why bother? 
I'm gonna tell you why. All right. I'm gonna tell you I why. I can't wait. Because they were at Kanye House. I guess so, yeah. Because they were in a different universe <laughs> that Kanye has created that white people mind, they control everything. Who was the celebrities? Kevin Hart, Terrence J. There was some like black ass black people. It's like it, it's not exactly this, but going into Kanye's house is like you get a neuralizer <laughs> from MIB and you flash it and you be like, "That food y'all just ate was good as hell. It was soul food. Kim made it." And my family is beautiful and you will always listen to and support my music and you'll kill a bootleg if you have to. And then they walked out like, let's go find some bootleggers. <laughs> and see if they got Kanye album. We don't have to kill her. I just fucking, I'm so tired of her and him both. And the memes were hilarious. <laughs> of course, people was that because I'm just getting to the point where I feel like anything connected to Kanye West, it don't have to make sense. <laughs> it don't have to make sense You can get the, the most intelligent Smartest ass scientists You can get the smartest hood dudes That understand street life and You can get all the best most intelligent musicians And put them in a room To try to figure out Kanye You can't It's not going to make sense None of it makes sense I just I'm just tired of them Like I I, I Honestly I'm tired of them. I really am. I just want. So I saw this thing about black sick, right? Saying that all the black people are going to leave and the things that we would take with us. Dumb motherfuckers would have to stay. They couldn't come with us. Black like they were saying like black sick, like we would take all of the shit that was invented by black people. All of that would come with us. We would take the NFL, the NBA. <laughs> it was one other thing. We would take Beyonce, just a list of silly shit that would have to come with us. Soul food was on the list. All the soul food would have to come with us. Block parties would have to come with us. Like, just a, I would like a list of shit that would need to stay. And at the top of that list would be Kanye and Kim and Stacey Dash. Like, they would need Stephen A. Smith. All of them would stay. Y'all keep them. They don't get to come Stephen with Stephen A can come. No. He just, got, he just need a muzzle. <laughs> they keep his ass. He just need a muzzle. No, nah, I don't want we Stephen A. need to put in. some over his mouth. <laughs> I don't want Stephen A. It was a funny look. So people are making all these black sit lists of things that we would take with us when we, if all the black people left, the things that would come with us. Kim them would stay there. Where are we going? Keep them. Hmm? Where are we going? I don't know. It just, I know it's hypothetical. But I don't like hypotheticals that haven't been thought out further than <laughs> like where are we going? I don't because know. that make a difference. Are, are we going somewhere that, that that that's hot? You know what I'm saying? Are we going somewhere that's cold? What where, where are we going? You want to know how to pack? Is that what? Yeah, I need to know why, <laughs> what we taking with us and if it's gonna be sustainable. <laughs> where are we going? Look, I'm awfully like I think I said this. Um, I was. We don't need to go nowhere cold. Our melanin ain't really made for cold. We need to be somewhere where our melanin can get the most. I mean, well, we got motherfuckers that live in New York and be in all of this. Like, we have people that 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 survive the cold. You couldn't be in the cold because you your southern ass been in the south all the time. I don't think it would be good for you. But like people up north who have to deal with them snowy ass winters where they get me, locked in. I'm like, I ain't going nowhere because it's like if I built the house and one of my relatives lived with me and I ain't like them. And I just moved out myself out of my shit. 
That's what I feel like that is. It I is. ain't going nowhere. Me and AC Blow had a whole conversation about this because he was asking me after, and I guess we got this will roll us into the shootings, but. We had a conversation about what the solution was because obviously what the fuck happened in Dallas is absolutely not the solution. But I said, and I said this before the black black sick lists were being made, that I would leave. I would let them have this shit because my thing is this. I wouldn't want to stay here and fight a, a battle that I don't even know that it's worth winning. At this point, I would very easily let them have this shit because I feel like we're the ones that have the capabilities to build things. I would rather go build some other shit myself that's mine and let's let them have this shit. Like, I just, at this point, with all of the, this shooting and shit, I, I, I'm of the mindset to let them have it. Because I would love, I would love if tomorrow, like the whole, like, like the underground, not even on social media, we just passed notes around and was like, we fucking leaving tomorrow. And they didn't know shit and just woke up in a world where it was just them. Because apparently they think that it would be this utopian ass society where they to get rid of all the brown people. I would just love to watch this shit crumble because that's not what the issue is. And they would soon find that out if we were gone. But I would just love to see what would happen. If all of us left, if all the problems left with us, because we're, we're obviously what's wrong. Um, I would just like to see how long it would take for all of this shit to crumble. I would get, I would gladly give them this shit and leave. Hey, keep it, keep it. We built before, we can build again. And I just, I don't even know that it's worth fighting to keep it anymore. For me, that's my personal opinion. And I told AC that, like, because he said the same thing, like, we built this shit, why would we leave it? At this point, is it worth keeping? Is that house that your relative has fucked all the shit that you was you were gonna have to do major overhauls on would it be worth it to keep that instead of just letting him have that holy ass shit and just moving on to something better but we're not even talking about me just moving out the house and moving into another one we're talking about me moving out the house and having to go to another country <laughs> you know what i'm saying like we talking about me ha- it, it being that but like it's too extreme for me. It is for me in a, in a in a in a country that has gotten to the point where fucking Donald Trump is the front runner for president of the United States. They can have this shit. I'm horrified to think about what the next presidential election is going to look like. Who the fuck the candidates are going to be after this election? Like they get this shit. Like where will we get to a point where Donald fucking Trump? is a front runner like he's gonna be on the ballot for like the main vote for the president of this shit like at that point y'all keep this shit like i don't that's i will gladly pack up kingston my little things and let them have let them go ahead and continue to destroy this shit because that's where it's heading i feel like then keep it i don't want it so what we have in recent days are some police shootings. Rest in peace, Alton Sterling. Rest in peace, Philando Castile. And rest in peace to the officers in Dallas that lost their lives. Anybody else during this time that's lost their lives that ain't the topic of discussion in the news. That's not you know, a hashtag because it happens yeah. more than, yeah. Condolences to all of the families. We're not going to rehash all of that stuff. We've it's all seen it. Yes, we've uh, all seen it. It's a lot <laughs> going on in those situations. What we're going to talk about is... What's potential solutions and what's not solutions? Dallas is not a solution, people. 
going out murdering police officers is not the solution. And it, it pains, it doesn't pain me to say that, but it pains me that we were able to say, rest in peace, Alton Sterling, rest in peace, Philando Castile, and rest in peace to the police officers, but we don't get that same respect. You know, like, it, it, there were people who were silent as a motherfucker when them first two shootings happened, and the police officers get killed. And it's like, oh my God, the police. And it's not to say that it was a tragedy, absolutely was a tragedy, but I guess my point is just that it, it hurts me that we are able the ones of us that have sense and that are not the extremists, we are able to say that's not cool either. Like what happened to us is not fucking cool. What happened to those police officers also not fucking cool. We don't get that same respect from them. I feel like where it's, they can't also say it was fucked up. What happened to y'all? I'm sorry. Also sorry. Like they can't do that or they don't do that. Cause again, my, people that hadn't said a motherfucking thing about them other shooters was, live as fuck when the police got shot and that's just unfortunate the passive aggression is strong you know the passive aggression is saying something about officers that lost their lives but not saying something yeah. about black people that's lost and their lives and you're a part of the problem if you do shit like that like and all of these people again going back to the whole all lives matter versus black lives matter what's hilarious is that we never said nobody else's lives matter and i don't know why that you feel excluded because we're saying black lives matter because you automatically take that to mean oh nobody ever said only black lives matter y'all did that we didn't do that never was that said but that's the way that it was taken and you feel a need to say all lives matter or now it's blue lives matter and it just gives me a fucking headache. It really I think does. The all lives matter is implied yeah. in our existence. Clearly, our legal system, our justice system, our laws, all of those things revolve around keeping people alive that deserve to be alive. In some instances, in some states, you can get the death penalty if your jury deems that you should no longer live. Yeah. Our all lives matter is implied within our system, within our morals, within our faiths, everything. That's implied. You don't have to say that. You know what I'm saying? I look at all lives matter as the umbrella in which all lives are under. Black yeah. lives, white <laughs> lives, Latino lives. But the lives that are most disproportionately affected right now are black lives. When white people start getting their asses gunned down by police at a highly disproportionate rate than any other culture, I will put white lives matter on my fucking Facebook status. And for all of these people who are saying that more white people are killed by the police than black people, again, you have to look at the statistics of where we are culturally as a whole. 13% black people, 17% white people. When we only make up 13% of the population, the deaths are going to count more against that total amount as opposed to y'all 77 fucking percent you got to look at it in the whole context of things like people who say that also make my ass itch like shut up let me let, let me tell you that so two times as many black people or two times as many white people died in black people mm -hmm. over the last three or four years that's kind of been consistent when it comes to police officers mm -hmm. the problem is white people outnumber black people five to one so that means y'all supposed to be dying at a Five times higher rate than black people. To equal it yeah, out. To exactly. Equal, to be proportionate. Yeah. We're not saying that these things don't happen to white people. We're saying that it happens disproportionately in the context of how many people are in America. 
You know what I'm saying? And, and that, how again, that goes to, to people hearing what they want to hear. And it, not only that, but it goes to the negative attitudes that have been had about black people forever. Negative attitudes have you can change. You can't legislate hate. You can't change how people feel, even if you sign a, a, a Civil Rights Act of 1964, even if you sign an affirmative action, even if you sign. You can't legislate hate. People can still act on their hatred, even though in the big picture legislation exists to combat that. And, and so what we have are attitudes that keep these things the way they are. And when you think about police chiefs, police chiefs that are captains that's about to retire probably was releasing dogs on people in the 60s. And he's responsible for training everybody. Yep. And he's responsible. And I'm not saying every captain is like this. you know. But at a certain point, they have to weigh out maintaining the integrity of their system and pointing out racial disparities that their system has existed. And a lot of times, if you're not caught doing something racist, they're not just going to come out and say, hey, our officers be doing racist stuff. <laughs> no, they're not. It happens when they are caught doing racist stuff. And that's the that's the problem. You can't change the attitudes, and the attitudes will continue to perpetuate this. It continues to put white officers in the black neighborhoods because they believe that we're aggressive, and they come aggressive because internally they believe we're aggressive, and because they're aggressive, black people react aggressively, and then they have to act even more aggressively, but now with a component of their power, and now black people feel disrespected, and depending on the black person, they might take it, but... They might not. Yeah. And it turns into a situation. As to where when they go in the white community, they're probably not going to be aggressive. They're probably going to be more respectful. They're probably going to be more patient because they don't inherently believe that the ghettos or the hood is going to have people that are more aggressive towards them. It's just a cycle that they got to change first. I'm inclined to believe they got to change first and we'll follow suit. Yeah. We've been told that we can change a bunch of stuff and it didn't help nothing. They got to change first. And for all of you... <laughs> back to it being a hate an issue of hate i've seen so many people like we don't have a gun problem we don't have a police problem we have a hate problem how the fuck do you think what's the solution to that how do you like what because we've been trying to deal with that shit forever that is not what that that's not a, a problem that is going to be solved through I, how would you even solve that how would you solve changing the mindset of people who've been raised by people who have been raised by people who've been raised by people who have this idea like how would you change that 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 i can that also makes my assets when people say we have a hate problem girl okay and what so then what so you you got to the the crutch of the problem the crutch of the it's, problem so then what it's ultimately when people say that an invalidation of the system and trying to look for other reasons that this might happen it really <laughs> targets the problem on individual internalized feelings which are extremely subject, su subject, subjective yeah. so that means you can't say it's about guns you can't say it's about politics you can't say it's about race if you say it's about hate, that just gives you a reason to invalidate the other things that people are saying it is. The same way for all, all lives matter. Oh my God. It's not because you believe all lives matter. It's because you're invalidating that black lives matter. You're just looking for ways to invalidate the black lives matter movement and to acknowledge that it's a difference. So don't, don't call it black lives matter. Okay. You are white people. Don't call it black lives matter. Okay. Because Bill O'Reilly Fox News, all these people are trying to paint Black Lives Matter as a terrorist movement. Oh, for the you know, So like. forget calling it Black Lives Matter. The only thing I need you to do is acknowledge 
that there is a dispro- disproportionate rate at which black people are killed by police and know that that's an issue. You don't have to believe that's an issue because Black Lives Matter say it is, but you need to look at the statistics and that's the issue. If you can't do that, then you are you believe if you can't do that, then you just believe that black people are inherently deserving of this situation or black people are inherently more aggressive or black people just inherently put themselves in those situations more than white people. And for the people That's what you who have say stop resisting, I just want you to understand how fucking stupid that you sound. First of all, anybody like, OK, I watch cops a lot. <laughs> Like it's it to say that is to say that only black people resist and that white people never resist and that is why they live, which is not the fucking case at all. There are plenty of videos circulating around where they disarm this fucking arm white people who are pointing guns at them and they manage to disarm the situation and everybody walk away with their lives. So and in the cases of the well of Philando Castile, he was not resisting he was getting his fucking id so doesn't even now, let me tell y'all how stupid resisting arrest is okay if i got an oatmeal pie <laughs> oatmeal pies they used to be delicious i'm baking too much now they don't taste right no more little debbie don't taste if you start baking and using your own making your own stuff that old stuff that was delicious it don't taste right no more okay i just want to let you know i taste preservatives when i eat that stuff that's i taste stuff that's supposed to be in a package forever let's say I wanted you to taste the oatmeal pie. And I say, here, have a taste of this oatmeal pie. And you say, no. That's resisting my pie. <laughs> and I'm going to stuff it in your face now. You know what I'm saying? Like, resisting arrest is literally, you can't, you can be doing nothing. And a police officer can be trying to grab your hand and you snatch it from him. They're going to say you're resisting arrest. Yeah. The problem is, why the fuck are you trying to arrest me? Why are we not looking at that part of the situation? Why are you trying to handcuff me? Because people get roped into these situations where there's no reason literally to arrest you. And they say I'm going to arrest you. And the charge becomes resisting arrest. When there was no charge that you were supposed to arrest me for anyway. Yep. It, it gets circled into this, cycled into this loop of continuing to blame the victim. Because, oh, he was resisting arrest. For what? What? So, okay, why was he being arrested? Why was he being pulled over? Why was he having a gun in his face? Why was he being challenged? Why was he picked up and slammed on the car? Why was these officers on top of him? Like, these are all legitimate questions that nobody wants to answer because they're going to say, well, he shouldn't have been resisting. You know, people are like, well, he shouldn't have had a gun. Well, the police, for, for Alton Sterling, the police got called because somebody had a fucking gun, right? Why would they be surprised that they found a gun on his ass? He's got a gun. What the fuck? Didn't y'all get a call that somebody had a gun? Y'all should have went up there expecting to find a gun on a motherfucker if that's the case. And Philando Castile had a fucking permit. And this again goes back to constitutional unrun for us. And the, those amendments were not written for us. And you ain't seen the NRA say boo about this they, they did what did they say because i hadn't seen anything a lot of nra members were mad but the nra itself no 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 no, no. this is what i'm saying okay a lot of the nra members were mad they were like hey a concealed carry person just got their fucking rights violated and got killed what y'all gonna say i'm a lifelong member i'm gonna, I'm gonna take out my it was a lot of people yeah like twitter went down the nra because 
it's other groups outside of the NRA. Oh yeah, yeah, and it's I know they were adding pistols. them. I never heard of that. Oh, for women, I'm assuming? I have no idea. But they the pink pills. They want to because I, I read one tweet. They were adding the NRA. I do know that. Yeah. Did they ever respond? Yes, what the did NRA they responded. They said. It's something like along the lines of it's unfortunate that you know these this death happened, but we are not commenting until we know the facts of the case. <laughs> Which I have to say to people who comment, we got to know the facts. There are never going to be <laughs> enough facts to challenge the dialogue that you want to exist. The world you live in is a reality that you have created for yourself, so that you don't have to think about the bad shit that happened to other people. If you would get outside of the dialogue you want to exist, you'll see that there's some fucked up shit going on for people or to people for various different reasons. Mm-hmm. And race is one of them. You know, so there will never be enough facts to make you say, oh, damn. Yeah, that shit was wrong. Oh, yeah, damn. Black people are getting killed at a disproportionate rate. Oh, yeah. It's never going to be enough facts for you to say that because you're not looking for facts. You're looking for things to reinforce the things that you want to believe about these situations. That's what it is. I mean, let's be real. That's what it is. Yeah. And the thing about it is, how much? How, let's talk about Second Amendment. How valuable is the Second Amendment to Black people now? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't fuck with guns. Me I don't either. like guns. Me and now, I don't even want to walk down the street with somebody who might have a weapon concealed because of what they might think about me. We all get killed. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't permit even, or not. That's the thing. Permit or not. I just don't. I mean. It, too many attitudes. My skin color come attached with a lot of bullshit perceptually to other people. You know what I'm saying? It's the same as a woman locking her door when a black person walk by. You know, what about the white man that put his hand on his pistol instead of locking his door? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And what about if he got his hand on his pistol and while I'm walking by him, I drop my phone and he feel that suspicious? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I, I just, I don't trust people. No. The same, probably the same thing, and just to be fair, just to just to throw this side of it out there, the same thing for a black man that's walking around in a city that got a lot of Ku Klux Klan clan members. You know what I'm saying? Like, do you really want somebody who's paranoid about your existence to have the capability of shooting you if they want to? You know what I'm saying? And the statistics will show that a white man that shoot a black man will get off or get less time. Yep. Look, this is not made up. Look at the statistics. Look at the death row rates for interracial murders versus intraracial murders. And look at when the victim is black versus when the victim is white. Look at how many black people have been put on death row for killing a white person. And look how many white people have been put on death row for killing black people. Like, the system is flawed. That's all I'm saying. I don't, however you look at it, look at it. The system is flawed in a bunch of different ways. And black, brown people in America get the shaft. Black people get most of the shaft. Yeah. Did they ever, I know that they were trying to say that the hanging in Piedmont Park in Georgia was a, like, was all signs pointed to a suicide, but people like made an upheaval so they were going to do an autopsy. Did they ever, because that's a weird ass way for somebody to commit suicide. Not the fact that they hung themselves, the fact that they went to a park and hung themselves in a tree is odd to me. To me it was to me it was clearly I don't know. I don't know. I know his ways to find out, man. They can look up under his they can look up under his fingernails. They're supposed to be doing an autopsy. They, because at first they were going to just 
they were just gonna say it was a suicide till people got pissed and now they're supposed to be investigating into it if it wasn't a ladder or something that he can hang up under his legs one he couldn't have done it on his own now if those things if those things weren't there Wait a minute, those are, those are the only ways he could have done it on his and own. And if they were there, then it wouldn't be a question. Exactly. So the now, fact that they feel like they need to investigate means that they didn't find that Now, there. this means that he either had to have help. If he, if it was suicide, he had to have help. Or he had to climb up that tree. Which you would easily be able to look at this man's clothes and his fingers and everything and see, did he climb up a tree? Yeah. If that, to me, that shit should be easy. To me, you should be able to find out that shit right away. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But why do people have to call, Just the same way for Sandra Bland Yeah it was a suicide Which is now Now being investigated As a homicide They did uh, Say that Philando Castillo They're gonna classify it As a homicide Correct Okay Yeah I, thought, I saw that The prop So just what part I of mean, the dialogue I mean that's lovely But we know what happens When they go to the truck Like nothing ever happens After that So you know, we'll see. I, I I reserve my judgment for like I, after I see what happens because we've been down this road. The part of the dialogue with the uh, the Atlanta thing is they say that you know, a lot of dialogue been going on. They say black folks don't hang themselves. That's false. That's not true. Yeah, black. What's odd is that he went to a pub a park and hung himself. Not in his. He didn't get up on the. You know, usually they'll. If you take the. I don't want to give anybody ideas, but when you take like if you stay in places that have the movable. Ceiling, like people usually hang themselves from something in their home. The fact that he went out into a park and hung himself from a tree is what's odd. No, black people do commit suicide by hanging themselves, but it's usually in their homes. And I just wanted to say that to, to get off that narrative that there is some kind of exclusionary nah. criteria that black people have for killing themselves. Any kind everybody of way, do, yeah, everybody everything, do everything basically. that exists. Any We're way about you can kill yourself, so a black person has done it at some point. I promise. And everything that's committed like, suicide. Everything happens to everybody, and everything that anybody else can do, everybody do. I mean. It's when it's disproportionate. It's the, <laughs> that's, that's We're talking problem. about the disproportion. We're yeah. talking about who do the bullshit happen to mostly. <laughs> You know, yeah. as a black man, I'm the most likely to be. I can't speak for black women, so I'm just gonna say, as a black man, <laughs> I'm the most likely to be undereducated. I'm the most likely to have been raised without a father. I'm the most likely to be incarcerated. I'm the most likely to get more time for that incarceration than my counterpart. I'm more likely to be pulled over more times and convicted more times than the people that are of my counterpart. I'm more likely to die at the hands of police. Like we get the shit stick of all of the statistics. You know, you can't deny that if you look at statistics. And that's why, like, I'm over all these Facebook motherfuckers. Don't, nobody knows statistics. Nope. And Bill O'Reilly Bill them are smart enough to know how to show shit that make them people even dumber than they already are. What was the motherfucker that threatened Obama and then said he wasn't threatening Obama? Joe Walsh, a senator. This motherfucker. Talking about watch out Obama Watch out Black Lives Matter Then he said well I didn't mean it as a threat If you go to his Facebook post about that And go to the comment section I like to read in that comment section It was just a shitload of people That was calling him on his bullshit oh, good. Like as far down as I can read As I was willing yeah. to go yeah. I didn't find Cause I was looking for somebody that supported I was like gotta was be one of these top comments shit. I mean the whole thing was just disrespectful And Twitter The only reason that he's even acknowledging it Is cause Twitter 
made him delete it because he and he didn't even apologize his his apology was one of them sorry not sorry i'm sorry you took it that way i'm not sorry i said it like he literally said i'm not sorry i said it i'm sorry that it was taken the way that it was bitch really seriously like people like him that have a voice and a platform that use it for fuck shit like that annoy me i just hate that so much and the thing about it is I just want to reiterate this, white people. I'm not talking about all white people. No. I am not at all talking about all white people. I I am a strong supporter of everybody holding hands like Martin Luther King said. <laughs> I mean, I am. That's just how I am. I, I'm all lives matter, you know, contextually yeah. <laughs> to the core. You know what I'm saying? Black lives matter. But so what's been going around is that all lives, we the ones that believe all lives matter. Yeah. You know Which is why we can acknowledge that it was fucked exactly. up what happened in Dallas, like, but it was also fucked up what happened to these two men. Like, don't say all lives matter if you're not going to acknowledge the deaths of black folks and they and don't. only of cops. And you don't believe all lives matter. No. So I'm all lives matter for real. Yeah. I believe every fucking life matter. Just right now, in the context of what need to change in our societal system, black lives matter. Right now, motherfucker. Because we're telling that to the people who fucking obviously don't get it. That's for the people who are killing us and for the people who support the killers. That's It's not to say, again, it's not to say that all lives don't matter. It's saying, hey, because y'all obviously don't fucking realize black lives matter too. <laughs> we count. We matter. We are human just as you are. That's what the message behind that is supposed to be. And again, you're going to see what you want to see and you're going to read into whatever it is you want to read into um and for the people who who want to continue hollering all lives matter they're gonna keep doing that because their whole purpose is to deflect from what's actually going on so that's what they're gonna do so white people i don't this message is for white people that are, are racist yes <laughs> say all lives matter in a way to invalidate black lives matter and don't acknowledge again acknowledge one thing that happens but not everything because if all lives matter then that means you are upset about all the deaths not just the deaths that look like you if you won't acknowledge you know the deaths of these african americans over other other cultures whether you agree of the context of what happened the numbers show that these deaths happen at that disproportionate rate like if you're not a person that believes all the negative bullshit that i'm talking about and that we talking about and we speaking on you (laughs) you're not the one we're talking to if you're a cop we're not talking to all cops no if you ain't shit ass cop that ever done some racist bullshit in your life we're talking to you we're talking (laughs) to you you know now it's an unfortunate side effect of talking to cops of bad cops that if you are a good cop that has witnessed some shit that a bad cop has done and you have said nothing no you're not a bad cop but you're a part of the problem yep or you're not being a part of the solution you know but i understand because in those systems it might not really be a viable solution you know what i'm saying i understand that i don't like it and my culture has to still suffer for it but I understand that sometimes it's just not a system. That's not a fight that you can take to the system that you're dealing with because the whole system need a fucking overhaul. Basically, that's what it need. Yep. But that's we didn't really that. talk about solutions and no solutions. Well, because the, I don't know what the solution is. Well, I do know gonna, it ain't Dallas. Let me just add this: economic empowerment 
in the context of just not shopping at Target or not shopping at Walmart. First off, Walmart would be a much bigger place to hit. Yeah. With that economic empowerment. Because more of us shop there than we do at Target. Well, it just because Walmart ain't shit. Walmart <laughs> don't come out and support nobody. Target came out and supported LGBT community. That's why I believe that Target was targeted. Yeah. It's <laughs> <laughs> an unfortunate ass name. <laughs> yeah. That's why context. I believe Target was targeted because I believe that they accept the LGBT communities. But I do not believe in selective social justice. You either fucking a social justice advocate for everybody or you ain't shit to me as far as your dialogue goes. So everybody that got a struggle in our society, if you don't support the LGBT community, but you support the black community, I'm not saying you can't do that. You can do what you want to, but I ain't going to fuck with you like that yeah. in the context of having this conversation because we got to figure out how to make this world better for fucking everybody or you can shut the fuck up. Basically. You know what I'm saying? Yo. But as far as economic empowerment go, I think we need to prioritize. I don't... We can hit some retail stores in the pockets. We can hit some gas stations in the pockets, but we still paying for gas. We still paying Alabama power. We still paying our cell phone bills. We still paying our car note. We still paying our mortgage and our rent. Like, we need to start building at a very base level as an African-American community. What we need to do, what I think is by 2018, we need to have every city that have black people that are concerned about their city, it need to be a black-owned grocery store in every black city by 2018, 2019. Yeah. And then by 2020, by 21, 22, we need to have a whole shopping center with black restaurants around that grocery store somewhere. We've got to have a long-term plan to create economic empowerment. We can't create this false sense of economic empowerment by not shopping at Target for 30 days. You know? And mind you, ain't no black grocery stores around us. Ain't no black gas stations. No. We gotta go to we gotta drive 30 minutes to the hood to get those and things. I ain't not finna go there. You Just know what I'm saying? The truth. So I mean, we gotta come up with a plan. These snap snap decisions about how we gonna fix the black community that we make after these cultural mishaps societal mishaps we gotta figure out a better way to do that and just stop shopping at these retail places ain't nothing black people we gotta get our hands on more than just services we gotta get our hands related to some infrastructure and the quickest way we gonna be able to do that is through grocery stores then restaurants then start building revenue somehow in that context and then the next thing to get would be probably be a telecommunications you know what I'm saying? Own some kind of cell phone communication network that we can use. That's a part of the infrastructure. Or farms. Put money in farms. Like, we have to do something. We can't just stop shopping at Target and stop shopping at these places tomorrow. That's just not going to do what we needed to do. But I got a lot more on that, but we just have to talk about it later. <laughs> I ain't trying to sound like no Debbie Downer on that. We got to get together first. Like, just the the small group of people that plan on boycotting ain't gonna do nothing. Nah, we gotta man. unify in something, or we gotta take the small amount of people and put our resources together and start creating things to put more trust in the black community from the black community. Because at this point, black folks don't even want to mess with black folks. Yeah, you know, I can't black tell you folks how many always time. want something yep. free. You know, black folks always want a discount when it comes to black folks, but don't want to do it when the white folks. I don't exclusively believe that, but I understand how business owners can believe that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, but I think a part of it also is that business owners sometimes expect black people to pay more. <laughs> yeah. For that stuff. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? But either way, all of those are issues that we need to figure out a way to overcome that shit. But that's all I got for that.
Alrighty then. Uh, you got anything else on your mind? AC Blow will be here next week. AC Blow! I'm so excited. We're going to have a conversation <laughs> about some shit. It's going to be... Well, I am excited about him doing his dating stories because they're fucking hilarious. But he's also told me that he feels he's been misquoted again. <laughs> so now I got to go through this shit again. And you, I hope you listening. I sure did say it. If you're listening to this episode and you are a friend of mine that I know listening, I'm coming to your Facebook inbox to get a story from you about your worst dating situation and we gonna read that on the show we still want people to send them in too because i don't have a ton ac has a lot but (laughs) he has a lot i don't know how many of them he's gonna want to share so (laughs) it's okay but he his life he could write a book he really could it's ridiculous anyway uh that's it until we come to the next conversation we out holla